It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S. are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end of the week on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Welcome to all our friends across the U.S., Canada, Europe, the whole nine. You name it, we're there. We're there. And if we're not there... We're going to get there soon. We should be there. <laughs> welcome to all our friends who were kind enough this morning to getting involved in the Morning Brew show, which was kind of fun. Absolutely. And ever since then, we've done nothing but do mass productions. You saw Mia do her Hollywood stuff. We did BYO. We've done BYOB, Teddy Unscripted. Headlines yeah. with Mia, and now Fuego and us. This will all be t- in the past two hours. Poor Teddy. Two hours. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. Teddy needs like her own nickname. Teddy needs her own everything is all I can tell you. And I'm in Facebook jail, ladies and gentlemen, so if you could do me a favor and share out the show, I would appreciate it. Because obviously, I'm not allowed to share out. They have me unsharing. So I'm hydrating with water before we get ready for our National Red Wine Day. Our bartender is out getting our supplies we need for our homemade Mia Sangria. Oh, I like that. Mia Sangria. Mia I don't, Sangria. I don't, I, don't, I don't drink Sangria, I do. by the way. But there's a lot of other things here for you. Don't forget, it's also Gubba Rum Friday. Yeah. So you got covered, and I got covered, and I probably should not have worn white, is all I can say, but it's all good. Teddy, I thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you do, because you are just... What this young woman does for us and for shows and production now, it's is funny. not even on a human level what she does. Well, it's funny because you asked me to do Teddy's board today, and I got to do that. Um, and if you go to Teddy Unscripted's Facebook page to see it, or the YouTube or whatever it is all over the place that we have, it's a very unique show. Yeah, you got to run it two weeks in a row. I have, I've been running the other studio, so. Yeah, but that particular show today was different. It's an a animator, somebody who's doing cartoons, and they're doing, I think it's a cartoon show. I think she does voiceovers. No, but I think it's cartoons, voiceovers. It's a little bit of everything, isn't it, Teddy? Anime. Which is... Which is a thing. Which is like cartoon. But it's really like a thing, and it has like a throwback to Jap- the Japanese cartoon characters. Right. They used to do that. So she has some of that going on as well. And she was mentioning the characters. And they have a calling, a call out, a casting. Casting call. For voiceovers. For voiceovers, right? Yeah. So today I had on the CEO and the artist, Rose. And she is creating the actual cartoon. And then we have voiceover artists, which I get to be part of. And it all is a big collaboration where everyone is giving suggestions. She's writing the script. She's doing all the photos. And if you go on Teddy and Script, you can see some of the screenshots. 
you know, you're taking this voiceover class, and she didn't tell us about it, but that's where she found her in her guest from. Oh, I didn't know she was taking a voiceover class. Yeah, it's kind of a class. It's a website where you can put in auditions and try and voiceover stuff. I so never, I get to be. I, never knew you were doing that. I yeah. found that out kind of just listening to the conversation. <laughs> She's doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, which you notice her voiceovers are amazing. She goes in, she voices over spots now like nothing. Yeah, I get like, to be the radio voice of the channel. So at the end of every channel, I'm, I get to be the person who's like, come subscribe to us and all that fun stuff. What channel is it? Uh, it's called Diamond Plus on YouTube. So you're the voice of Diamond Plus? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> How long has that been? Uh, we're gonna go live hopefully soon. September, she said. Yep. Now, it gave me an idea to do the same idea that she does. Mm -hmm. It's the animation that becomes tricky. And she actually artist. said that she would be excited to do a promo with us for really? Poweropolis, yeah. Good for you. I love you. the Betty idea. Betty is rocking. I don't know how you do what you do, how you do all of it. So You're much coffee. pretty much running three studios <laughs> and a life all at the same time. New boyfriend, new life, all of that stuff. Well, he ain't a new boyfriend no more. Well, you know, it's not yeah. like it's not like it's been a 10-year thing. It's been more than a year. What? Just about a year. Anniversary. Just about a year. Yeah. It's a, what, your second year, right? One. We just had our anniversary a few weeks ago. Ah, somebody has a birthday coming up. September 5th. September 5th. What are you going to be, 22? I'm going to be 25. Quarter of a century. Amazing. But look what you do. It's really amazing because <laughs> well, you're going to run from there. He looked at me, he goes, it's 12.03. I said, uh-huh. Everyone's in there. No, I was making fun because she said, oh, we're going on time. I said, okay, it's 12.03. Let's go. And we're out and we're rolling. Well, they were trying to figure out a phone call. And Vinny said, I put, we put Vinny in there. He said, mm -hmm. oh, this is different. I said, no, it's the same. Oh, no, it's not. I said, oh, yes, <laughs> so it is. So is Vinny doing the boy? Nope, nope. I'm running we're on autopilot. back and forth. We're autopilot right now. But she says, and now you can do it on her phone. Which you I'm going see, to be setting up soon. First of all, I'm going to tell you right something. Now. You don't have to keep throwing well, bells and whistles at me. Because when she did her job, <laughs> oh, I could put it on my phone. It's what keeps it interesting and fun for me. Yeah, really interesting. And I'm That's like, why she talked no. to your son for three hours yesterday. Yes. And it took me a second to realize what she did because she actually did a video podcast. Today? That's because the guest do, was it? a podcast. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Teddy was the video. And there was a combination, which I have never done before. It had to have been a lot of elements, because Ted even said, who's running my board today? I've got a lot yeah. of pictures. Is it you or Freddie? i got to go over it. So I'm the glad you did that. pictures were easy. That was the easiest yeah, part of the whole Yeah, you did great. <laughs> it was easy. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know nothing there. about that artistic stuff so i'm moving pieces around i'm putting good, a though. picture in and then i'm looking at it, it was fantastic i love the concept i, I love that concept for the kids television network i love i love it for adults i adult anime is a huge thing i've been watching anime since i was a kid and i still watch it to this day i'm a huge dork with it really? and i'm really excited for it to come out and i'm hoping to through this get a collaboration for our kids network because there are a lot of kids animes out there what makes anime different than regular cartoons? It's just where it comes from. Um, the definition of anime is just, that's what they call all, all cartoons in Japan, but it's such a different art style, and it's usually different uh, concepts. They have more adult-aimed ones in Japan, but anime is just a Japanese word for cartoons. Now, I wanted to ask you, because I have a concept I want to do here at the cafe using that technology. Yes. So, But I don't want to give it away yet. I want to talk to you about 
how to make this work. You gave me an idea to that. I mean, I was glued to this thing. I even missed <laughs> the mark because I was looking at some of the drawings, some of the ideas. She's an amazing but it, artist. It's amazing. But it's the concept of how it works because I keep having you in my head, in my ear, telling me about no. giving lessons in life. And I saw you put Nancy on BYOB, how not to be afraid and yada, yada, yada. I got a concept to deliver a message using this technology. Wait till you see what I'm thinking. And it's because of what I saw today that makes it happen. And I have, I'm very excited about it. And I think we have to bring the animator in, all sorts of technology. I have another idea so we can make this work for us. I'm really excited. That was really a good show. Thank you. Fantastic. Mm. And I want to play that animator spot that we did. Yes, I'm going to play it during our first commercial break today. We're going to do that. We've got guests lined up. Vinny, you're going to hang out in here and run things? I got to tell you, I, gotta, I give you a lot of credit. You didn't hear all the compliments I was giving you. You have learned so much in the past, I don't even know, two, three weeks since the first time you went on that board in there. Maybe it's longer. But now we called Vinny in to fix the board. I called Vinny in today to help with some logos, to help with the lower thirds, because you're quick, you're good, you pay attention to detail, and you always, like Teddy, say, all right, I'm going to give it a try. So thank you for but that. But Vinny, I, I have a, a question to ask you. You take pictures all over the place. If I were to put a picture still up, one of the pictures, I can, there's a technology, because I've seen it on phones, that animates the picture. Have you ever seen that? I've heard about it, but I've never used You've it. You've seen it? I know there are the apps that turn things into cartoons. I need, I need, I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit you down with the whole gang, and I've come up with an idea of how to use your camera for a production. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm choking to myself oh, because because here's what I'm thinking. Not only are we on autopilot, but apparently now Fuego's on autopilot. They did? Yeah. Oh, okay. They started on time. Because oh, I'm thinking everything's running on autopilot. I was a little thinking that's pretty kind of cool. They're a whole lot faster. But there's a whole lot of different things, and I've been wondering how to use Vinny's 5,000 pictures. And now I've come up. Because, yeah, maybe. But I've come, I've come up with an idea of how to use it. Wait till you see what we're going to do. I am very excited about this new thing. And this is something that goes back eight years ago. Yeah. That I was commissioned to do, and I didn't get it done. This was when I was with the WWE. Really? And, and it, I, they, didn't, they didn't pull the trigger on it. They're dumb. They should have. And now I'm going to bring it back, and you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. All right. You're going to hang out with us? we got a lot going on. I want you to stay put, because as a photographer, I want to know what's in your eye. We've got Amy Minty joining us at 1230. We've got Aster Abbey joining us, and we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we've got Marcella Scherer, an image expert, empowering women leaders, and she is the CEO and owner of Marcella Scherer Image and Presence Consultant. What do we do about branding now in the digital age on camera? How do we show up? What is our brand? What is our image? And I want to ask her, how do we identify what our brand is? Like I said to her on the phone, you will probably, if ever, see me in a blazer and a three-piece suit. So how do you come up with your branding? How do you come up with the image that is right for you and your message? So stay tuned. We're going to go to commercial break, and we will be right back. Hello out there, you beautiful people. This is me, actor the animator. Animator, visual effects artist, animator, and soon-to-be and world-renowned recording artist. But among my many, many medley of skills, one of my many, many passions is cooking. 
and I am so confident in my cooking skills that I believe I can teach you how to make whatever your little hearts desire. From cookies, to cakes, to breads, to, well, whatever this is. And I believe that I can show you that not only can these recipes are not as difficult as they look, but with a little time, a little practice, and a whole lot of patience, that you too can make these delicious treats at your own home. All made with the animator. Every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on the Kids Television Network. Come on, kids. Do try this at home. Ant Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. Network is a platform to amplify the impact and voices for Gen Z and Millennials. Covering topics from small businesses, cooking, inspiration, and hot topics. 2020 puts a modern spin to what is happening in our world and everyday lives. 2020 Network has something for everyone. There's Slick Speaks, Teddy Unscripted, Small Talk, Homemade with the Animator, Musical Therapy, Spotlight, No Pun Intended, Calloway's Corner, What's the Tea, we will be sure to help you amplify your impact and inspiration on the 2020 Network. We are an upbeat dynamic group that turns every show into a great time. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Oh, back to us. And we use back. Welcome back. We're going to go back to Vinny. He's doing, he's putting some things together. We got a lot of, I got to ask you a question while we're waiting for Marcella to join us. Yes. How did you find your brand image? How did you become who you are? My brand image? Do you have a brand? Yes. Which is? Um, This is a serious question. You were never in front of the camera. And then suddenly, boom, I said, Freddie, our room is too big. You have to sit with me on the camera because we can't continue to do what we were doing. And you came on the camera. And how did your image evolve? Well, you got to understand, when, when I first started, it's not the same thing that I do now. So, so are you asking me about the brand image now or when I first started? Now. How has it evolved? Ugh, I knew you would say now. <laughs> um, now, it's because of what I thought about the first time. Now, I'm opening a platform. So my brand image, I used to say on radio, watch all of 
it's the only radio station you can see. It's the only radio show you can see. That's what we used to talk about, bringing radio to life, bringing a voice to life. And then when I met you, you took that whole voice thing in a different direction. Totally, because now we even got Mia singing today. But I mean you, when you show up on camera, when you're out in the public eye, when we used to go to events, when we went on planes, trains, and automobiles, when we went to networking events, do you have an image when you get dressed in the morning? <laughs> I, know I'm, I know I should are you, ask this are question. Are you serious? <laughs> I should not even ask this question. Is she serious? Do you think about your image for the day? What? You, I, I'm lucky I put on a <laughs> shirt. What are you talking about? No. But yet, when you produce other shows, and the first If I had hair, I wouldn't wear a hat. <laughs> but your image is not your hat. Yeah, my image is my hat. How do you like my legacy to be my hat? <laughs> no one's even listening to us, is of all I've got to tell you. And my legacy is my hat. Yes. So when I go to the beach, I wear my hat, and all the kids say, take off your hat, you're at the beach. Your well, hat and your belt. So you have been now become branded as who you as are with idiot. your hat and your belt. <laughs> How to no. be an idiot in less than 20 words. No, no, no. Truly, you have. But when I first started working with you, you told me from day one, yeah. know my brand, know my image, and what that image is, I must be that image and that brand always. You told me at the grocery store, at the gym, wherever I am, that is who I am. So pretty that's much, you. oh, Patty Wan, choose wisely, it was choose your brand. Yeah, but that's you. But that's what we tell all of our hosts. We say to Jordana Foster, is your brand a blazer jacket? Because ever since we met her, she always has a colorful blazer jacket on. And that has She's become- She's very colorful. But it's always a jacket. That is her brand. I never noticed that. She always wears a blazer. And I, and I know her blazer, so like I know the pink one she wore at this event, and the blue one she wore at this event, and there's a story behind her, her blazer. But women are different than men. Why? Because women are good to look at. So are men. Nah. They smell good. Although we Michelle may. always says women smell better, but... You see Michelle and I get into an argument. But look at the guys. They don't Slick's have blazers on. What's his brand? He's wearing his psychedelic shoes. But Slick's always very branded. Teddy, I don't know so much if she's got her brand yet. When Teddy brings it, she's branded. And when yeah. she, but she's now the teddy bear. But she's so much more than that. But the teddy bear is an adorable creature. Teddy's new brand, the teddy brands. bear. When you get dressed every day, Slick, grab a mic. Ooh. You have a brand of Slick Speaks. Yes. No, I don't have a brand of Slick Speaks, but I like, I like this conversation because when I get dressed every day, I'm always in the cycle guy. It takes you four hours to figure out your shoes? Because it depends. It has to flow correctly. You're flowing. If it doesn't flow It has to flow. But yeah, there's a certain brand when it comes to Slick Speaks because I like to be semi-casual. And I'm with you. Sometimes I change three times. I put on a shirt, and I don't like the skirt. I change the skirt twice, and yeah. at the end of it, I change the blouse also. And now I've changed my outfit four times before I walk out the door. But is that style, or is that just because you're a little nuts? It's me. I, I, I know I'm indecisive. So every time, like, there was one time I changed so much, I, I came back to the same outfit <laughs> that I started out with. I was like, okay, it's fine. But he's <laughs> slick. He's got this whole slick kind of brand, the hat. You know, he's always got a whole coordination thing going on. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't miss. You guys make fun of me. Yeah, I know. All the time. All the time. So it says, uh, stop wearing that. And I can't even wear Velcro shoes because no it's not. Please. I'm so sorry. No Velcro shoes. Mm. 
You see, I can't put on a fanny We're going to talk to Marcella now because now in this digital age of marketing and branding, people are doing a lot online. And what does that look like from the waist up anyway? How do we brand from the waist up? Is it our background? Is it how we present ourselves? Our hair, makeup, hat. Or lack of. Clothing. All of the above. Or lack of. How do I identify a brand? And I'm excited that we get... No shower for a week. We get to talk to Marcella because... Our favorite author is in the house, Amy Minty, and Amy's <laughs> brand is, we're going to talk about that also. That's another mystery I want to get into. <laughs> exactly. So it's going to be... Even Ron agrees. <laughs> he lives with her. That's another mystery because for her, it changes every week. Yeah, I still have never heard of a toast scoggin before, Ron. That was the first time, and nobody else has heard of it either. A toast scoggin. It's a, a real Swedish deal? Dish. It's a little bit, a lot of bit of mayonnaise and some shrimp. I'm all in. And, and with mayo, I knew we had Freddie at mayo, so we were all good. You I had me told at mayo. To bring some. You had him mayo on toast, and I think Freddie's all in. Is all I can tell you. Matter of fact, I had some of that yesterday. <laughs> Daddy, let slick. Let's set up that set for Amy. She's going to join us. Okay, she's going to be right there. Get my there. computer out of there. Um, and they're it, working on that. It's it's funny because you never. I, I mean, you talk about image, right? Um, and I didn't want to be on, 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 in front of the camera. I didn't have to want to worry about that. Even, no, there's even a nice Brad, image, too. Even Brad Pitt says, listen, it all works. <laughs> they don't even know they put it up there. Hey, Vinny, I got Brad behind me. He wants to know if, uh, Brad Pitt wants to know if I could take him down. He's like, what, huh? <laughs> um, Who's his new that? girlfriend? That's his new girlfriend? That's his new, the <laughs> German. Well, did you like watch? She looks like Paulina. She's beautiful. I'm telling Mia, you, Mia, she is. Where's Mia? That's the German superstar. Mia knows. That's his new girlfriend. That's beautiful. his new girlfriend? This is the new rumor, yeah. Interesting. What did she see Mia in him? Show? We did, and we didn't even realize Katy Perry had a baby, nor did we realize they were even together. Katy Perry had a baby. We didn't Katie even realize Perry? that. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that either? No. Where you guys been? Yeah, she was my Mia crush. Show. She's my crush, yeah. I got to watch Mia's show. You gotta watch me a show. Yeah. Let us know when Marcella comes on the line, Slick. Okay. We'll bring her over and talk so, about branding. So the interesting aspect is, I was told, just to smell good. That's always a plus. Just to smell good, put on a shirt once Except in a while. Except no one can smell you through TV. I can smell me, and as long as I smell delicious, I'm good to go. It makes now, a can difference. a man smell delicious, Slick? Are yes. You smell delicious. Oh yes. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you do? I had no like. This is what is you it? You smell I, delicious. I, I, I Wait can't, a minute. I can't say it's a pickup line, but like, um, I actually went into a Macy's, and I was gonna buy the same cologne. Then I was like, no, I needed help from somebody. I'm like, I need a smell kind of just like this that's lasting, but a different smell because I don't want to go to a party smelling like everybody else. I want to stand out. So what do you? So wear? she really helped me. She she um she made me find a Hugo Boss. A deep Hugo Boss one. It's a sm- that's, that's a, a nice smell. smell. That's a nice smell. She's like, she basically said you'll get a lot of attention with it, but she wants. When she you put it on, where do you put it? When you put it on? Oh me, I put it here, 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 here. And that's really lovely for radio because it's so descriptive. Here, 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 here. here, here. <laughs> so it looks like oh, I'm so sorry. Neck, neck, <laughs> a neck. I splash on the neck and then I do the shoulders. And then I go down, what is it? I do my chest and one pant leg. And that's one about pant it. leg, but not one two. One pant, not two. I had a dream about that. I'm kidding. One <laughs> pant leg. One pant leg down, and that's it. I that's my, it, that's my cologne ritual. I don't know. But it is effective, though. It is. 
Interesting. One pant leg and not two. One pant leg, yeah. Very interesting. And they, so and they vary from each other. We're going to talk about some branding that we got going on. Then the other style is you see how guys wear their shirts outside of the pants. Like they wear jeans and that. So uh -huh. my, my stepdaughter one day, she dressed me with these boots that really hurt, jeans, and a shirt like what Ryan has on in white, um, hanging out. And I felt uncomfortable because I had never done that. Then I said, oh, what the hell? So when I went to Atlantic Avenue and had dinner, and this is back, everybody was like, oh, I know. All of a sudden, people knew and they were recognizing it's me. Casual. It's ridiculous. Come it's on casual. Come on, Amy. Yeah. Which one were you no, going? Amy, go sit in the parking lot. Yes, get in here. Bring it over. So I guess styles sort of bend. Now, you've always dressed up to do shows. Not well, to do shows, yes, but my I was looking at the archives, always. It's changed, though. If you look, I was a lot more casual. When? A lot younger. When? When you and I started doing this. Well, wasn't a lot more casual. Yeah. It wasn't. What's a more casual? Bigger tops, not as form-fitting, certainly not as much makeup, not as much hair or hairspray, not a deep so lip color. So you went from 30 minutes of getting ready in the morning to two hours? About so an hour and a half, yeah. Really? And that's your whole ritual? Yeah, which is why now on Saturday nights, I'm kind of liking not going out for dinner. Because I do this seven, five days a week. But it, it's worth it because it's a 12-hour day to do all this work for an hour at dinner. I'm like, heck, it's just like, that's not but even worth it. But didn't you hear what Amy said? Less is more. How to learn to do nothing? How to, yes, how I to do, do very nothing. little. What? How to do nothing, he says. <laughs> yes. We're back to that. How to do how, nothing. How long does it take you to get ready? I'm very little. I put my makeup on in the car. In so, the car while you're driving? Or yeah, driving? well, well, sometimes when I'm driving, too. Yeah, <laughs> depends. See. But it, usually when Ron's driving, I'll, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thing, when Ron's driving, it's not easier to put on your makeup. Oh, doesn't everyone <laughs> try to do everything I, I, in the car? Like, doesn't everyone try to eat or even sleep sometimes or even, like, write things, play the ukulele? Everything in the car. Ukulele. I do a lot in the car, personally. I ate an, I ate an orange driving, and that was difficult. Just recently, <laughs> because I was peeling it, trying not to get it all over me, and then it, you know, luckily we have wipes in our car now. So right. bacterial wipes. Yeah. We should put a GoPro in Amy's car. Amy, this all goes to branding. I can't wait to see what Marcella has to say about how we go branding because oh, I can't we've wait talked about this for a long time with you, and I'm still talking about the toast scotch, and now we've never heard of it. <laughs> well, I had never heard of it until my girlfriend Liz went to work at Waxens, and. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. It happened to be a... Toskagen. 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 Mm -hmm. Two words. The G is emphasized. Of course, it's like pH is an elephant. I mean... So it's like yeah. Swedish baby shrimp, white pepper, mayonnaise. Oh, you didn't say it was Swedish baby shrimp. Well, you have to watch her video because there's a whole right. thing about how do you find the baby shrimp. Yeah, and apparently Ikea has it. Really? Who, who would know that? Ikea carries shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> baby shrimp frozen. What? Yes. And you ran into this how? I... Well, I read, a, I read an article on it, um, apparently, that Martha Stewart put out that told everyone to go there to get the right shrimp. I didn't do that. I just used cotton capers. Ikea carries food? Who knew? They Did have a food this? court. They have they a whole food food. court that's amazing. They have a food court. But I never knew food court. I love their food court. She bought... I, don't, I didn't know. Yeah, I always thought the only... Only have things to build and you know to give you food, but not thing like selling food like in a freezer or anything. Oh no! So let me ask you: Is it cheaper to buy from my? I mean, the furniture is cheap because you build it, right? Is it cheaper the food? 
I don't know. The cinnamon rolls is outrageous. Like they sell them. Cinnamon, you have. I love the cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yeah. This is like a whole new set. They're amazing. But come on. Did you know this? They hiked up the price on this. History. We're going to take a commercial break. I want to go to IKEA. We're going to talk to branding you. I I want somebody to call IKEA. I can't believe it. As in you. I'm an IKEA, and you're at the U again. I'm always at the U. U. It's about branding you, me, you. How we brandy? How we? Step into our own brand, find our brand, stay with our brand, do our brands evolve? All of that, and now we're adding the digital space to it. So Amy, I can't wait. Amy goes, who's interviewing you? I don't know. We're just going to have this conversation and see where it goes. <laughs> I'm calling Ikea. we got Marcella <laughs> Chair joining us. We're going to send it over to Vinny. <laughs> this day in history. Hi, everybody. I'm Vinny Alvis, and today in history, I want to talk about the great and late Martin Luther King, who gave his famous I Have a Dream speech presented to over 200,000 people at Washington. He gave out that everyone should be equal, no matter who they are. White, black, no matter. Even the rich and poor were there. So all should be equality for everyone. And fun fact, he's the last person at Washington to give that speech. No one else over there gave a speech anything like him. And that's Today in History. I'm Benny Alvis, and back to you. Amy Mincy combines the hilarity of for better or money, the eroticism of for love or sanity, the mystique of for sink or swim, and the suspense of for sex or revenge, making her fifth novel for strip or gamble her best to date. Get your copy at amyminty.com or amazon.com. Get yours now. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. 
Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Apple TV. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we inspire creativity. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hey, we're back. You know, it's not fair. You know, Ron, you give him two more chapters, and I'm having a conversation with him in true to form. Freddie. 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 Nothing. I said, could you help me? He says, huh? What'd you say? With what? Literally, it's been about 30 seconds, and he is captivated. What did what you guys just give him? Well, this what is chapters? This is interesting that you say, if, you went to, if you're reading this book after, and you never went to college, or you went to college, and it's after, like, in my position, uh, and you're looking for work to make the most money. It's funny. When you don't graduate college, you always look for the most money job. You want to be president of the United States. You want to make a million dollars a year. But you didn't finish college, so that's how, like ironic twist. So she, you back into jobs. She's explaining in the book how you back in. You like to travel, get a job as a stewardess. It doesn't matter. You don't make any money. At least you get to go all over the place. You take the Long perks. Distance calls. The perks. Take it, the perks. You go for perks. Perks. So I'm sitting here, and I remember when I was at NYU, I took a job for perks. I'm afraid to ask him what his I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. From NYU, um, Correct, down yeah. in the village, yeah. Me too. You see, the, the village spoiled me. Because I thought, hey, that's it. You're not supposed to be wearing a tie to go to work. The village didn't have a tie. So in these pages, I got to tell you, this is, again, I'm going to say it. Funniest stuff I've, I've ever read. And, and I read the other books, but the, this one is just off the cuff. It's just like a regular New Yorker. Okay, so where were we? If you wonder what Freddie's reading, he is reading the next two chapters of Amy Minty's new book, the book of How to Do Nothing and Be Happy and Enjoy Life. But I have to tell you, Brenda finished (laughs) for Stripper Gamble. And I saw her. Did you see the post? Yes, yes. On Saturday. Brenda's awesome. She loved the book. She had some personal issues happen over the week and with family members. But she said, again, tomorrow, she said she's starting on the next one. So she's going backwards. Because she loves cool. Pamela Castle, she loves everything, and that was a great review, right? Very, very nice. Yes, wonderful. Now we also talked about love. Somebody with somebody about love and money. She's coming on in the one o'clock hour. She is a love relationship finance coach, and talks about do we do for single women? Pretty much is her niche market: financial independence or love first when you're looking into a relationship. In other like, words, what's money or love. Pretty much. <clears throat> the book title is called For Better Money. So, but I mean, obviously, better is like a play on love. So, yeah. But what do you choose? For Do you better. go for the cash or do you go for the stability and, and love, technically? Very tempting. That's on a woman's perspective. 
Uh, l yeah. You know, love is a loose phrase, you know. But now we have a man's perspective. It's a whole new chapter that I started called The Man Cave. And it okay. talks about should men pick love or should men pick money? And the money aspect gets a little tricky because mm. it's about do you want to meet a hottie that has cash or not a hottie that has cash? I mean, think about it. It's the it, same. Maybe it might be the same thing. Yeah, it's the same it concept, is. yeah. Sometimes it same is. Concept. That's fair. But, but think about it because when guys say right. it, it's not the same thing as when women say it. Right? When Can guys say it, it's kind of yeah. weird. Nice. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Is it? I think. About what? For love, money? Like if a poor guy wants to marry a, witch, a rich... It's looked on. Way. It's looked on very differently. I think. It is. Yes. I mean, then the guy says, "I don't care that she makes a whole lot more money. I just want to be with her because I love her." <laughs> uh, I love oh, well, her. here's the next question: Are you a lot younger than the woman? Does it matter? Yes. How much money <laughs> she got? Ryan, does it matter? How much money she got? She's worth millions. <laughs> yeah. Well, how old are you? I could be twelve. <laughs> I'm she hoping be you're 90. at least of 18, would right? You, would, would you marry a 90-year-old woman over money? Hey, she got a rich personality, If it's though. Betty White, that might be it. <laughs> I marry that Betty White be. tomorrow. She's that might just be a, a bit. You know, I it no might just happen. It <laughs> might just happen. I have no problem with it's a little bit different. If it's Betty White, you know, she's very... Slick, like, slick. slick Red Book one, Amy Minty's book one, yes. for better or money. She should have waited. I feel like her main <laughs> character should have waited. Because it, it, it happened all of a sudden right when she got the other dude. And I'm like, okay. <sighs> you could have waited and you could have found something, um, someone that actually enticed you more than the guy that you chose because you've seen all your friends getting married. She should have. But she didn't know. At the time, at the time I can see where um, you're basing that character off of. At the time... What is it? People are put into that pressure with seeing their friends get married, especially me. I see like my friends get married, get babies, and it's kind of like uh, me thinking that this dude. I'm like, okay, so it's time to go to the next step. Well, you feel pressure? You oh, no, married? I don't feel pressure. Not as a dude. I'm like, oh, my God. I, 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 I'm just surprised. I'm like, oh, another marriage. Ooh, another marriage. And, yeah, oh, but another like, divorce. It, it got oh. to her because another, it's kind of like, when is she going to find her? Another one bites the dust. Yeah, I, oh. Correct. Oh, I feel sorry for you. Light a candle. I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also 20 years ago. True. So I think 20 years later now, I don't think 27-year-olds feel that way. Yes, of so, course. Because the world has changed and... No, I but know. I do see a lot of like around people around. I'll say around my age, they get married or they get engaged, and not saying that's bad or anything. It's just like wow. It's like, I mean, enjoy it. I I don't know. I, I don't know what anything can anything can happen in We're that situation. We're gonna talk about all of this. I think we have Marcella on the line. Marcella, share branding you. I just don't want to say the wrong thing. How you doing? Get your foot out of your mouth. Okay. Anything. <laughs> Anything can happen. I'm glad you got in. I'm glad you got the password. Sometimes your computer, people put these upgraded fancy cameras on their computers for branding purposes. And then the system defaults back to their computer camera and it ha goes through this whole thing on settings. And everyone's got a different camera. Yeah, I mean, you just got to reboot it, reset it, and we go. It is a pleasure to meet you, image and branding consultant. So I got to ask, what are you wearing? I have a pink dress on. Oh, that's beautiful. And the necklace, right? So from 
And I've, actually, I just realized it's a dress that's all the way down. If you had stood up and had like pajama pants on, it'd be kind of cool too. That's nice. It is a pleasure I've to meet you. Tell you. us about what it's like for, for branding and image consultant. What, what do you do? So I am in the business of transforming others so that they can align their inner essence with their outer presence to shine from the inside out. So they can figure out exactly what their brand is and attract what it is that they desire more of in their life. What if you've got this amazing, vivacious personality, but you've got a really serious job? What if you're a there banker, are, but you're like, want to go out and party all the time? <laughs> well, you want to think about your audience and what you're serving. And as a banker, you know, wearing navy blue and being in that traditional classic is definitely suited for the job. But there's ways that you can express yourself with your accessories, with color, with your makeup, with your hairstyle. You can um, add that signature stuff. So then on the weekend, you can come out a little bit more and be yourself. And now we're in this whole digital age, which is different. People see you in a box. Yeah. How do we brand that? Right, so it gets a little complicated. So for me, I'm lucky because nothing I wear ever makes sense. I sit in a studio filled of artwork, which goes with my clothes. But again, to me, red and orange and pink is always a neutral. And again, things, <laughs> but no one questions it because if I'm doing it, it's like just who I am. But there are people who are in a square box. And right, so you've got about a three by five window, that much, to present your image, to present you in the way you want your audience to see you. And how do we do this from here to here? Well, I think the most important thing, John, is that you have to understand the power of your presence in your image and what that personal brand really means. A lot of people take it for granted and think maybe it's a little bit of fluff or that it doesn't really matter, but it does. And in today's digital world, and especially with so many businesses going virtual and having to conduct meetings online, whether it's in Zoom or if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to get yourself out there on platforms like this or live, that you want to, in seven seconds, uh, people form 11 different opinions about you. And they've already made judgments. They know what they trust you, they want to do business. So you've got those nameless seconds be able to convey that in that little bit. So you want to be thinking about the power of, of that message and what you want to say about you rather than it speaking without you being intentional about it. And people will pass judgment. And when you're in the media and the more shows that we produce, the more phone, we just got another phone call this morning, right? It's what you want your image to be should be, what do they always say? It, it's not... I don't, does it matter to me what you think of me? Isn't it something like that? How, what you think of me is- It's none of my, my business. business. But suddenly in the media, now everyone's in the media, it becomes your business. So 11 opinions of you that people have, and it's just judgment. So we've got a perfect example. We've got our in-house author, Amy Minty. She's written five, I wanna say <laughs> and a half books. But Amy is a spectacular author of many, many books. But yet she does incredible dancing series, and two weeks ago she danced as a hot dog. <laughs> See? <laughs> and she cooks. Great. 
So how does that go hand in hand in a brand? Well, you have to be authentic to who you are because it doesn't really matter what any other people think necessarily once you branded yourself, you are who you are and you want to convey that message of what you deliver or what you're all about. And so if dancing in a hot dog is pretty big, well, that's who you are, right? Sure. I mean, I switched it up, though. I'm not just a hot dog. Not just so, a hot dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, but you have a free spirit and you have, <laughs> you have a personality, and yet you can hold a conversation and write a book. I mean, this, this ins, this outs, this ups, this downs. I, I, I re, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Carvel ice cream, when I was growing up, was the best ice cream in the world. It was voted the worst ice cream ever made. But even until today, people still know about it. People still talk about it. And every time you do a Carvel ice cream story, something triggers. And isn't that a little bit about what marketing should do? It should trigger things that you like, keep you out of the box, maybe something. There's so much content right now on the market. How do you separate yourself from all of that? Well, you want to pick your lane and your niche. You think about what your pillar things that you offer and your voice, and that's what you stick with. And the more that you differentiate yourself from everybody else, the more you're going to stand out. So you be you. And my job as an image consultant is really to help people define that signature style, to align their inner essence to their um, appearance, and tap into those values so that you can show up authentically who you are. I love that. Be who you are. So if you're not a person who wears a suit nine to five or you don't want to show up in a suit, you know what? You don't have. I really and I tried when I was younger to do that thing that moms do and look like all of the other moms at school and and wear the clothes and the the, you know, the crop pants and those button down shirts that are so great. They're so not me. And I buy them, I hang them in my closet. So my daughter came over the other day and she's much more conservative. And she goes, mom, bet you didn't even know you had this shirt, did you? I'm like, nope. And everybody's like this cute denim, really cute long sleeve denim with buttons. It looked great on Chelsea. And she's probably gonna end up with it. But I tried that traditional route, but it just wasn't the essence of who I am. But I love that you're saying it's okay. Just brand you, be you. Exactly. your point of having something in your closet that doesn't align with who you are, what makes you feel good, then you're going to have a lot of stuff in that closet anymore. So when I work with my clients, we really try to tap into what your signature style is. And then only pull things in that make you feel wonderful, confident, that really align with who you are. So you think we should go through our closet and if when you're going on gigs, Amy, when you were doing your book signings in person, do you have those go-to outfits? Well, no. I mean, I, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> no, I just kind of, well, I guess if I know the book signing is going to be in a couple of weeks, I might buy something for it. Yeah, I would go, <laughs> I go, I go to the store, store and I think, what would be pro- most appropriate or what have you, but... I don't have a go-to outfit. That's interesting. You have a photo op. You take the book with you. You put on 400 different dresses and you come out with something you like and you have 400 pictures of different things. Well, I, I just go to Bloomingdale's and look around. It's easier. <laughs> well, so here's, here's an idea. Is rather than waiting 
for something and maybe at the last minute you're like so focused on defining and promoting it and giving your gifts, you know, to share them. Rather than worrying about what to wear, what if you have those people or things already in your closet so you didn't even have to think about it, you know? I think that's where a lot of uh, clients get in trouble because they emergency stop or wait for the last minute and then you go and you look and maybe spend too much money on something and it's not quite right and you just what you hang in the closet for a while. Or maybe you've got three or four things, not sure what you're going to wear, and it comes with a tag. You can waste so much time and money when it comes to that. Well, I'll be honest, I did purchase that hot dog costume prior to the video. <laughs> I think I must have had that three or four days beforehand. So, well, you are prepared. So that's pretty organized <laughs> in my book. Um, yeah. But you wear a lot of different things. You've come in and... I switch it up. I also am like Dawn. I do not care if things match. I do not care what it really looks like. I just feel like, like you say, feel good about yourself, brand yourself. Be yourself, mm -hmm. and Don and I yeah. have that in common. It's kind of liberating, actually, when you get dressed and people say, are you really going to wear that out? Ron yeah. does that all the time. If I were you, I would rethink <laughs> it. And I look at it, I go, I rethunk it. I like it. I'm going out like this, and, and I go. And I've become secure enough to do that. And my kids will say, but none of that matches. But you know the funny thing is I can show up here, and no one says that to me. It's a beautiful thing. I'm still, He's still trying, got his finger I'm, in his I'm, ear going, I'm trying huh? to figure out why would anybody say it. Listen, I know people who wear a tie, a jacket, and they got their underwear on because they're virtual. You can't see below. I know lots of people The digital space it. is totally yeah. different. I know, people, I know people who put on yellow shoes, red pants, and a green shirt. And I asked the guy, why are you dressed that way? He says, hey, they put it on the street light. I guess I can wear it too. You the colorful personality. You want to be muy caliente, that the yellow, red, green. I mean, yeah. but they put he it on the street light, so he figures it's okay to wear it. You know, it's funny, Marcel, when I started working with Freddie, he was always behind the camera. He was never on set. And as we grew and things evolved the way things are, he had to be on set with me. And well, two years ago, a client came in with a hat. And he, from that moment on, yeah, that Freddie funny. now wears a fedora. This is a new fedora because that one got a little dirty and every day it. they cleaned it. But now his brand, his signature has become this fedora. Yes. I know nobody, so, even, my, even my cardiologist didn't recognize me until I put the stupid hat on. <laughs> I gotta go. That's part of your style. It's, it's awesome. What style? I gotta go to the beach. I gotta wear a hat. People know me. When I take yes. it off, now. <laughs> That's I have you. different hats. That's your now, trademark. Now, Steve says, oh, they're writing in what hat they want me to wear. Are you serious? Yeah, yes. a bunch of hats in the back. I got a bunch of hats. I ain't doing all that. It's very complicated. <laughs> but do you work with men also on branding? It's the same type of image change? Absolutely. I, I especially with women, but I have a few awesome men, um, including my husband, because he's part of my brand as well, right? Um, the same principles definitely apply. You know, you want to figure out where that your style is. You want to think about what your fashion values are, which are the guiding principles. You want to know what your best colors are. There's, you know, a series of things that I walk through with my clients to really determine what their goals are and what the direction is, who their audience is, what their key uh, words are that they want others to think about them and their image. So it's pretty much the same process. Oh, that's interesting. Amy, 
we're going to ask you because you are a master with words. But what are the key words that you want people to think about you when they see you? Besides hot and sexy. Okay, those are two Ooh. good ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Glamorous, Vinny says. Okay. Sophisticated. Um, yeah. I don't funny happy. A worker at Blockbuster or yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> sure that's in the book Freddie's reference. I never even thought about that. That's interesting. Sure. Yeah. What do you want people to think about you? You don't care. <laughs> that's the amazing thing, Marcella. He doesn't care. I don't. He's like whatever. For, he just does. And you either people, like him or you don't. People have loved me and people have hated me. I've interviewed. I remember when I was at the DNC, I got to, to interview with some of the big wigs up there, and I've interviewed children and everything in between. It's come to a point, you're either gonna like me or you're not gonna like me, or you're gonna learn to like me, or you're gonna learn not to like me, but I'm gonna be very transparent. I'm gonna tell you the truth that I'm gonna do. And the way I feel, I think that the country has moved towards a liberal end. It's a little bit more lax on what they do at certain levels. And then when you get to the major leagues, which everybody wants to be, because as this book is saying, you wanna make money, and be successful in life and have a legacy and have 2.3 children, the whole nine, I get it. And you have to be a little bit more conservative. You gotta watch what you say. That's the part I have a problem with. Because sometimes I don't watch what I say and I dress because things don't make any, you should see, sometimes I'll tell me, you can't wear this because it doesn't go with that. And I says, okay, you noticed, that's why I did it. <laughs> and I make up an excuse, but that's me. I mean, that isn't him, that isn't her. You know, and it's funny because there's no balance. She'll do her thing, and I sort of see it, and I do mine, which is the complete opposite, and away we go. And it, it doesn't make any sense, and it works. That's kind of us. Well, that's why marketing. You know, when you say, like, either people like you or they don't, then you're showing up authentic to who you are. But there are a few things that you do want to keep in mind, for sure, and it really depends on who your audience is, what your goals are, um, in mission. So, for example, if you're a professional banker, you know, you're going to act more conservatively, you're dealing with people's money, trust is the number one thing. So, you've got to get the client past all that to get them as a client. So, there's a little detail that makes a big difference. And that's true whether you're a professional like that. And we're talking polar because you guys are amazing creatives here. So you have freedom to do all kinds of things and really express yourself. But you know, you have stuff to use or chips your fingernail polish or you're always late. You know, those all those things non-verbally say a lot about your interesting presence. So um, is that the lasting impression that you can leave or think about those things? It's important. Very interesting. There's a whole lot more to image and branding consulting than you realize. And now uh, that we're in this, this is not even new, right? We've been in this for six months now. This is, we're almost the end of 2020. Has your business changed? Yes. So, well, I've been working with clients virtually all along, uh, but a lot more now uh, because I'm pretty much quarantined and the shift has been this. I speak a lot, usually on stages and in person, uh, but now we're doing this virtually, which is great. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share here with you all. But a lot of my clients are now trying to conduct their business virtually. They're having to network online virtually. So showing up 
in a way that really is to them, that conveys an image, because you know people are scrolling through whatever platform it might be, and if you don't make that first impression, they might you know, stop, right? So you want to make sure that your background really says a story about what you do, so that they can get it really quickly. You want to make sure you've got lighting. You guys know all camera stuff, you know, but a lot of people don't. And it's really difficult. If you go, here's a funny thing. If you guys go on YouTube and do Zoom bloopers, we'll be entertained for hours because there are all kinds. We talked to a video about guys with a suit and then the orange shorts or underwear. They're, they've been caught on camera. I can guarantee you that. So, so my shift is definitely getting people camera ready and giving them the so that they can really show up um, confident in the camera because that's a new thing for a lot of people. They're just not used to looking at themselves uh, you know, in their monitor. It's totally different. And where to look, you know, because a lot of, you could see how it's evolved. Also, the newscasters were looking, when we first started doing this on our computers, you were looking down at your monitor. Now you realize the tricks. You got to raise it. You get another camera out in front of you and the lighting. So the whole thing is totally changed, but mm -hmm. yet it's all about image and branding. Yeah, it's important. Well, here's another important thing I really want to get across. Because I've told a lot of people, I've done some Facebook Live, I do Order Wednesday, every Wednesday, and some people get so annoyed by showing up to virtual meeting, and people are just not 100% present, or they show up, you know, hair in a ponytail and then a teacher for a professional meeting. Like, why would you dress like that for a virtual meeting? You would never do that in person. So, um, there's etiquette that we are evolving into. And I just, the important point I want to make here is that you never know, like, especially if it's network, and there are a lot of CEOs in a higher um, managers are now showing up on these virtual meetings, which maybe they didn't interact face-to-face uh, -face with their employees that way. So it's really an opportunity for people to shine and to stand out uh, amongst the crowd uh, and get noticed, you know? Interesting. And you're local. Yeah. You're in South Florida. Yes. I'm in Jupiter. Mm -hmm. But I have clients all over the world, so that's the wonderful thing about this virtual um, platform. It's kind of cool. We get some tips on what's in our closet. My closet, forget about it. I need an organizer to come in and take over and clean things. I've got hangers. My husband is very um, organized and OCD to a whole other level. And me, I take a shirt off, the hanger pops up, you know, and the hangers don't match, and they're empty hangers, and I've got, I was going to get organized, so I've got this closet rod to hang my clothes on until they fall off the end and maybe every two weeks I put things away this is true I know you're the hangers don't match no your hangers match the hell are you talking about do all the hangers in your closet match of course not who the hell has a, a closet the hangers match it's a thing oh jeez, Louise it's oh, a hearing this. she does it's a thing I know it's a thing Ron, do your hangers yeah. match all your hangers match Ron's do. I mine Ron's do not do. and mine Amy's don't, don't. No. your hangers match <laughs> yeah. What planet are you from, Mr. You're surprised Ron? about that? Yeah. Look at How him. are you even even a question? <laughs> a hanger hangs. 
Your shirt. No, <laughs> it, it all depends on the Hello, hanger. Hello, Mr. Freddy. It I'm all new today. Go to the yellow hanger. <laughs> it all depends on the hanger, though, because some hangers are non-slip. You know, they hold up pants oh, correctly. Right, you know what? Um, majority gets, of my hangers match. <laughs> I can't say I, all of them. Majority of them do match mind. because I don't want things slipping off the hanger. So. Of course you don't. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my my closet. You could you could run. It's like it's long. I got a bowling ball. Um, closet is about 20 feet long and everything goes, but I don't have the pants on one side and the shirts on another. Oh, you oh, have to. Is color-coded. Oh, Jesus oh, I don't have color-coded. I would just like oh, kill yeah, myself if I saw a closet. Me, like I'm that. lucky if my my shoes are important, my shoes get put away, but everything else, it's here, there, and I think I might just color-code it because like sometimes I do find hard things to slick, wear. Huh? Yeah, I think oh, I might yeah. just color-code it. Color what? No. <laughs> no. Not. Let me ask you guys that. <laughs> How easy is it to do go in your closet three minutes or less, able to dress with ease and walk out the first time and confident? Oh, no. I can't do, I do that. It every day. I'm so sorry. I do it every day, too. I don't care. Can't do that. And you may select. Well, I'm having an organized closet will help you to be able to do that for sure. It, it's just oh, make no. everything streamlined, organized, and it's much easier to get dressed. Amazing. How do people find you for more information and to work with you? So you, they can go to my website, which is my name. I don't know if we want to type it in the chat or. Um, you guys, can we put up it's a little third, please? So uh, I actually have some free tools on my website. If you guys want to check it out, um, there's actually an uh, image and presence assessment. So if you kind of want to get a a reading on where you are in the whole process, and you can certainly go on there and do that. Um, I have some free downloads, like seven steps to scale your image. So you're welcome to shoot me an email if there's any additional questions that you have or anything burning. Please feel free to um, connect with me. I'd be happy to answer anything. And what is your website? It's MarcellaShare.com. Awesome. You want me to type it? We can put it in the link for sure. Everyone is complimenting. Marcella, amazing. I'm going to have them put it up on the post as well. Thank you so much, Marcella. It was a pleasure to meet you. More to come. And she's not a investigator. Thank you all. Be safe. Be well. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Pleasure to meet you. Did you say she's not a cane? She's a gator? Yep. It's all about U.S. for her. I can't get over that closet thing. Ron, I see you in a whole different light now. Okay. Oh, that explains. What the hell does that mean? A zodiac sign. Virgo, Virgos are zodiac. neat? I don't know, I guess. And this is not a neat, not neat thing. Because people I know, they put in their pantry all the cans labels out, which I think is something wrong with you. Yeah, I don't see that either. When they do that. Okay, I seen it. You ever, you know what I'm talking about? I do. Right, you don't you don't put all your pantry cans labels out, do you? you Probably do. does. Okay. Yeah. That there's a there's a name for that. <laughs> yeah, it's called nuts. <laughs> no, no, there's a there's yeah. a psychological name for that, it's and I've seen there, it. Yeah. I've seen that, and also your huh. toothbrushes have to be a certain way. Oh yeah, true. And your medicine cabinet That's has why, to yeah, be a certain. That's why you should have a certain point. Cabinet, Back no. to my theory. Separate bedrooms, separate bathrooms. There can be communal meeting grounds, but this but is you like, just have separate houses in different states. That works too. Yeah, you know, the, fu- the funny <laughs> the funny thing is, my sister always told me. She says, "When you date a woman, this is a little advice for you guys. When you date a woman, 
and you say, listen, can I use the bathroom? You go to the bathroom, look at her medicine cabinet. It will tell you everything you need to know right there. If it's neat, Interesting. it's one thing. If it's a mess, it's another. And then you have to decide mm-hmm. whether you want to... Or you just have separate bathrooms. It's very simple. Do you know how hard yeah, it true. is to, separate ma- vanity, to, to separate. a neat freak? Me? Yeah. A neat freak? Yeah, yeah. With the juices of the steak down the <laughs> arm? <laughs> you just see my skirt from that hamburger we had yesterday. <laughs> well, but think about it. You're, you're with a woman who, who eats pizza with a knife and a fork. Uh. Oh. I know. Uh huh. We're going to go to commercial weird. break. Yeah. When we come she knows back. what I'm talking about because she has to see that. We've got Ask Dear Abby on the line. Oh. We're going to talk about for better or money. Well, this We're is going to be We're going to talk fun. about for love or finances. And of course, Amy, you have so many books that we can tie you into every segment, which is really this cool. Is gonna, I love you're this. You're going to like this. Remember Dear Abby? Yeah. Uh, this is a whole bunch of fun coming. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. Hello out there, you beautiful people. This is me, actor the animator. Animator, visual effects artist, animator, and soon-to-be and world-renowned recording artist. But among my many, many medley of skills, one of my many, many passions is cooking. And I am so confident in my cooking skills that I believe I can teach you how to make whatever your little hearts desire. From cookies, to cakes, to breads, to, well, whatever this is. And I believe that I can show you that not only can these recipes are not as difficult as they look, but with a little time, a little practice, and a whole lot of patience, that you too can make these delicious treats at your own home. All made with the animator. Every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on the Kids Television Network. Come on, kids. Do try this at home. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. Mark Dane's paintings are custom designed specifically for your space. Each design will not only illuminate your space, but will also function as a truly unique light painting. Each piece is handcrafted using various dichroic glass shapes mounted at precise angles on a metal or wood panel. A specific integrated light source strikes the glass shapes to produce a combination of highly saturated colors. The light paintings can be customized to any shape, practically any size, and in any color combination. They can be configured to produce in excess of 5,000 lumens and may be placed on a table, a pedestal, in a niche, 
or hang on the wall. Come to the gallery at the theater and talk to Mark about placing a piece of his art in your home. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I need a drink. <laughs> All right, well, well, let's bring the guests out real quick. And we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. That was a great segment. You can contact Marcella Scher. You can find her website on the link below on the show. Contact her for individual image consulting and branding. We've got Amy Minty joining us and we've got Ask Dear Abby I on did, the line. Before you get Abby, I just want to tell you, you have deeply, deeply depressed me. Why? Because now I'm a slouch. Why are you a slouch? Because all of this stuff, you got to look good. And I don't do I got to tell you, you know how you and I work together? This is perfectly our home because we don't have matching hangers. We've got stuff everywhere. Matching our mugs hangers. don't match. Our artwork is creative. We are just two creatives is what we are. Can you imagine we actually ever live I'm going to go to Walmart <laughs> and get the same hanger. All my hangers are going to talk to one another. I tried that. I would shoot myself And then the cleaners just mess it up because you take your stuff from the cleaners and then the hangers don't match. And then you're just on a whole Absolute other level. Freak. And I'm going to tell you another little secret. I was a mortgage banker and I wrote more business when I took off my tie than when I had it on. And it was funny because they didn't trust me when I had it on because I was trying too hard. And I said one day, you know what? I took it off. I said, this is me. You want me to lend, you want me to get your house and lend your money? This is me. This is the real me. And it took off 17 years later. That's how we do it. So let's bring over Abby. Aster Abby is joining us. How are you doing, Abby? Hi, Dawn, I'm well. Abby meet Amy Minty, and I love. We were talking yesterday about what you do, and then Amy's got her first book. Amy says, "Why my first book?" It's just a cool, like, kind of cool segue that we get to do. Tell everyone sure. about you and what type of life coach right. you are. Hi, well, I'm Abby Awotasu. I am a life coach that focuses on empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. So um, we're all about making sure that as women, as single women, we love ourselves, we own who we are, we are comfortable being who we are and living our authentic lives. And by doing that, you actually attract into your life the love that you truly desire and want. I like that. See? And that's who she is. That's who you are, Amy. <laughs> Thanks, Freddie. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Now, the segment I like Amy about this... Is there a, what? Amy or Abby? Amy or Abby what? Did you bring that comment to Amy or Abby? I said it to Amy. Okay. That she is her authentic self. Now, what I like about Dear Abby in New York City to set this thing up, and Amy, you were, you were there, in the New York Daily News, we used to have Dear Abby. When you, used to get, you could ask Dear Abby anything. And you can ask Dear Abby about relationships. You can ask him about how to, how to write a check. How to get in and out of, if I have a boyfriend on Monday and a different boyfriend on Tuesday, how's it going to work out on Wednesday? I mean, there was all sorts of stuff. Really? And, and everybody. Where was I? You weren't born yet. You weren't you even weren't born. born. Okay, you sorry. were not even a thought yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. But, but Amy, I mean, you backed me up on this. We yeah. used to go through the newspaper and, and there was 17,000 Dear Abbies. Mm -hmm. A lady came out in the news. Yeah, we'd look forward to the column. 
exactly. would anyway. Absolutely. And yeah, it's very, I think that was the motivation for Carrie Bradshaw and the whole Sex in the City oh, came later. That's, that came off of Dear Abby. It did. And then it's a takeaway. Yeah. I didn't know that. And it turned yeah. into Ann Landers uh -huh. afterwards, remember? Yep. Because Dear Abby was taking it to the court. Yeah, she was sued or something, right? She was sued, yes, yeah, because was, she was, uh, it wasn't that? really her. Ron? And she was signing things off as being a, a Dear Abby. They didn't <laughs> exist. But what I like yep. about Dear Abby here, I didn't get to meet you the first time that we did the segment, that you guys did the segment, so I missed that. And I would love to bring back that kind of. Do you remember the midnight shows that came off of Dear Abby? Like the lady in Seattle, and she had a show for many years. Yes, I do. I, uh, yeah, I'm not as familiar with that, but yeah, I remember but it happening. All of these love uh -huh. shows came out. Wow. It's like Dear Abby had the, the, the solution to every everything. Everything. Dating, <laughs> even, even laundry mistakes. How do you even get a stain out of your clothes? You could ask, you could ask her anything. 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 Wow. So I wanted anything. to ask you, are you that type of personality we can ask you everything? Yes, I am. I am, I am an open book. I, I believe that uh, part of having a brand is being authentic and being yourself. And um, there, there's nothing you can't ask me. I'm an open book. <laughs> Interesting. What do you want to ask her? Okay, I'm going to ask you. For love Go ahead. or money? First time around. Because it's different. Whoa. By the second time around. Oh, no, I like that answer. Oh, yes, yes, I like that exactly. answer. All, All of the above. All of the above. Did you hear how she loaded this question? It's different. First time around. First time. I see. All right. Let's ask okay. for the first time around. Okay. For the first time around, I would say love. I would say love. Second time around? Second time around, um, I would... Well, you know what? I would say money. But the thing is, love love is the foundation. And then you can build on that foundation to find financial freedom and independence. So, yeah, I, I don't know if it's one or the other. You can have both. It just depends on the approach you choose to take. What do you think? What about the seventh time around? <laughs> and this time, the guy got money. The guy can't have money because now he's paid six wives alimony and child support. So that's why, there's no more money left. That's why Lucky Seven. <laughs> there's nothing left. But heck, I can't believe I just said the guy had gave it all. What if the woman, we had this conversation this morning, or actually just now, what if the woman is incredibly successful? But that's what we're looking for. Right. Um. <sighs> Her three-year-old's crying. Sorry, Let's my, just my, say my, hi to your daughter. Daddy. Say hello. Yeah, she, she. <laughs> there you Tim, go. Tim, say hi. Say hi. Okay, she's gonna go now. <laughs> okay, sorry, I was, I was slightly distracted. Um, okay, so what, what was the second question, please? What if the woman is incredibly successful, right? That is the goal of who you work with are mostly single women. Yes. And stepping into financial security. Okay, so if she's if she's financially successful, then what, what's the question exactly? A guy comes forward, hmm. and she's got the money. Is she going to marry for love? You think? Um. Yes, she should. It should always be for love. It should always be for love. Can money love. buy you love? No, it cannot. That's a song. No. <laughs> but I but I bet you love can buy you money. 
Yes, it can. Love can buy you money, but money cannot buy you love. Yes, you very correct. No, I'm confused. This is why it's a woman's <laughs> world, man. I'm going to tell Andrew, you. Does that make sense to you? I'm a little confused. I lost Freddie on. Do you remember Moulin Rouge and where they talk about love being a men's splendor thing? All yes. you need is love. All you need is love. Oh, and you sing love too. Is just a game. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. It always works for a woman <laughs> because the game has changed. You know, I, I used to believe that it wasn't a woman's world and all this. It ain't true. You know, men think they run a house, they run around a house. The woman runs the house. You ever notice how a killer is afraid of his mother? That's a woman, yeah. eh? Because mom says take out the garbage and you still got to listen to mom. You still got to take out the garbage. Wife tells you enough of that and you haven't enough of that. It's only until there's no more love or money that all of a sudden the guy says, hey, wait a minute, I'm going to stand up. Truth, I'm going to tell you, it's just the truth. That's what happens. That's it's interesting. Now, I wanted to ask a question. Suppose you have a book and you read this book and a woman empowerment book and she goes in and she comes out a whole different woman and they've been married 12 years and here is a whole different perspective about hmm. her net worth. She's changed. She says, you know something? I'm a person, people. I'm a real deal. I have some skills. I got some talents. I want to shine. And after reading this book, they come out and they say, I think I want to change. Advice on how to deliver the message, I want to change. Well, there's nothing wrong with change because change is inevitable. And technically, we all are changing and evolving on a constant basis. You know, it's just that some of us change more dramatically than others. Um, but I would say that if a woman has an epiphany after reading a book on female empowerment and owning who she is and, and stepping into her power, the best thing for her to do is to carry her partner along, you know, and to also make him feel empowered in that relationship, in that partnership, so that it's not a, an imbalanced situation where, okay, the woman is rising and the man is kind of like stagnant or feeling left out or feeling like, who is this new Wonder Woman and Amazon that I'm married to, you know? As long as you carry him along, there shouldn't be a problem with that because we, we, all, we all are looking for advancement and growth and progression in our lives anyway. And in your book, Amy, mm -hmm. for strip, for, not for strip, for better or money, there's a, a triangle, as Slick says. Yeah, like a love triangle. Mm -hmm. Entanglement triangle. An entanglement <laughs> triangle. Yes. Okay. And she chooses, we don't want to tell the ending, but she's got choices. She has choices throughout the book, yes. And you'll be interested to read the book, Abby, and see what her choice was at the end. Hmm, very interesting. I, I did scheme the book, and I had an idea of the plot line. Um, Pamela, she's an interesting character, the protagonist. She is. And um, she, she has choices, like we all do in life. And, you know, it's, it, it will be great to know what the final verdict was for her life and her choice wait till you read this bad boy this is, this is the new one abby what's one of the top questions your clients ask you women ask you one of the top questions they ask me is that, that's a very good question <laughs> hmm they ask me how do i find love when i I seem to be doing everything right, but it just seems like the man is not coming. He's not forthcoming. 
it's not forthright, you know. A lot of my clients, they, they date, They're, they obviously are in the dating sphere and they just find it very difficult finding a partner that is emotionally available. You know, a lot of times the men that they date are emotionally distant, you know, and they, they kind of like play around and they give them subtexts and they, they're not very direct or forthright or authentic with the journey of dating. So that's, that's one of the main questions I get a lot. And then men say, but I can't read your mind. But somehow we seem to think that you can. I don't think we can. No. You don't, don't we? We can't. Do we think, Amy, if we think this and we've said it a few times, they're going to get it by the third time we do this? I don't think that, no. You don't? I no. do. I think if I've said something a couple times and the outcome has been one way, by the next time I do it, you should know what the outcome's going yeah, to be. But maybe we don't understand the question. Like, if you have the same conversation with me over and over again, and I don't no, no, like no, no, the no. conversation, you're I'm having, not going to like the conversation. You're having the conversation yeah. over and over but, again. But, Don. I still don't understand what the hell you're talking about. But you're about. giving them the benefit of the doubt. Thank you. And we are, you know, we're because, good doubters. trust me, I've told Ron some things over and over and over again, and it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Conversations. Now, now I'm going to tell you, that is man one-on-one. That's the first yeah. class that we learn. Yeah, is I accept that. If we pay that. too much attention, mm -hmm then we suffer the consequences. We sort out to say what? I'm sorry, what? Did you say something? I don't understand what you said. Uh -huh. Is that English? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And we do that because at the end of the day, if we're going to pay attention to everything you say, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And if you want to meet Prince Charming, you tell us, Abby, gain your well, financial independence no. first. No, you don't have to get your financial independence first. It's, it's a journey. You can find love first and you can find money afterwards. Or you can find money first and get love afterwards. Or you can do both simultaneously. But I would say in response to um, the, the conversation about men feeling like, you know, they don't communicate, they don't get a very clear communication from their partners, their female partners. I would say that with us women, sometimes we need to be a bit more um, sympathetic to our male partners in the sense that we might need to communicate. We, we, we need bell. to communicate. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. We need to communicate clearer, consistently. And another thing that a lot of us women do, and I'm not generalizing, but I'm just saying this. Sometimes a lot of a lot of us women nag. We nag our partners. And that <laughs> That, that never goes well. It just never goes well. You know, so I would encourage women that when you want to communicate with your partner, number one, be clear with your communication. Number two, be persistent with your communication, but do not nag. And number three, encourage your partner. Encourage him. The things that he does right, verbally express them to him that you are you're happy that he helps take out the dishes from the dishwasher you appreciate how sensitive he is to your needs you appreciate how he Who loves you and cares for you in the bedroom and whatnot you know learn to be expressive with your praise and your admiration and your appreciation of your partner and that will just make him it will make him sore and want to please you even more and more oh my god are you married yes i am see that baby <laughs> she's beautiful <laughs> Thank Who is you. this woman? <laughs> you know something? I want to put you on top of the Empire State Building because relationships oh, will do. be... Oh, do. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, relationships will be a whole lot better with that kind of understanding. And you know something? That when you do everything you just said, a guy's going to come and say, you know what, don't worry about it. 
I, I appreciate everything you just said, but don't worry about it. I know you love me. And you move on. She's 100% right. You say the same conversation 100 times over and over again, it turns into nagging. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It, I mean, how far can you stretch a rubber band before it breaks? Ask to try. And in here, I got to tell you, you got a bunch of guys in here, and they haven't said a word. All they're doing is they're going like this. Mm-hmm. Just taking notes. That's it. That's just taking notes. Wow. He's just taking notes. Taking Abby, notes. how do people find you for more information? Yes. Go to askdearabby.com, my website. Abby is spelled A-B-I. Very simple. Askdearabby.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. My handle is at askdearabby on all three platforms. You're awesome. That's Abby, amazing. thank you so much. More to come. Oh, absolutely. Thank you Ask so Dear much. Abby. Thank we'll you. Do an Ask Dear Abby segment. Kind of cool. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're opening the bar for Friday. We've got Casamia in the house. Have you chosen a song yet? Yeah. Do you have the music loaded? No. Oh. We'll, we'll take, we'll take well, care of that. We're going to take care of that. We've got National Red Wine Day. We've got Mia Sangria. We've got Gubba Rum. We've got some music. And we've got Amy Minty joining us. And mm-hmm. it is all about love today because at 3 o'clock, we've got the Florida Love Show on their new specific page, the Florida Love Show page. We've got editors desk. We've got a lot going on today still. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Apple TV. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we inspire creativity. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. 
Here at Small Talk, we look for any challenge possible. Whether you have pictures that you need a slideshow with some cool music, or you're good with camera work, but you want to create the film of your dreams, I can help. No amount of footage is too big or small. Tell me what you want, and I will make it happen. Call today at 866-224-5422 or email me at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. Remember, any idea you come up with is never too small. Call today to get your dream project started at 866-224-5422 or at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hi. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, everyone. It is National Red Wine Day here at the Brooklyn Cafe Show, so I'm going to be making my normal specialty drink, Mia's Sangria, which happens to be my favorite drink ever. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to just go for it. <laughs> Did you know there was a National Red Wine Day? No, I actually didn't know that. Amy, do you like red wine um, or white yeah. wine? I like both. Freddie, I know his answer. Why? I like red. But why you is do, it? You do. You always just say if it's wet. I do, but I like red. Oh, okay. Red, wet. Why is it red wine, not just wine wine, for National Wine Day? So you can now have two National Wine Days. You can have National Red no, and National Wine. No, you have white. to have three because isn't there a oh, rosé? Oh, there's rosé. Yeah. There's Moscato. There's champagne. Oh, we should check it all. Moscato. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what Moscato is. Prosecco. Nice. There's all kinds of wine. Prosecco is a wine? I thought Prosecco was champagne. It is, it's but it's Prosecco. Like I said, it's a dear Abby, it's Prosecco. Dear, it's considered dear Abby, dear Abby, Abby I do my partner makes once me again, crazy. she makes me nuts because she don't speak it the regular English. <laughs> All right, Mia, so what are we putting in this sangria? Easy, right? So for this one, yeah, it is pretty easy. I do raspberries and blackberries with a little bit of agave. Then I'm going to do Merlot, triple sec, and like a splash of club soda. So it's pretty simple. I don't like to make the sangria too sweet because it's already pretty sweet just from the Merlot. So we're going to mix this up and see. So any kind of red you can use. Any red. I like to do Merlot usually. I don't know why. I just think it, it's not as bold, so it just tastes better with this. Keeps it nice and like fruity. You know, I don't have this whole sophisticated wine palette, do you? Yeah, I do. So you know what you like, yeah. what kinds of wine, mm -hmm. certain brands. Yeah. Do you have, like, the certain brands of wine with your steak and your chicken and stuff like that? Do you guys? Yeah, I mean, specific? absolutely. No. And yeah. does Ron order the wine or do you? I, I don't know. I think I probably, I probably know a little bit more about wine just because of my background of tending bar for so long ah, and right. working in nice restaurants. I just know a lot, and I actually was a wine buyer for one restaurant. Wow, then you know a lot wow. about wine. So, yeah, and uh, that was that. You might know that place. That, I don't know if that was around when you were in New York, but it's called Vino on in Murray Hill. Of but, course. Yeah, so I, I uh, was a buyer. I opened that with Mike, the owner. You're kidding me. No. And, um, well, yeah, then you so know a lot about wine. I do. Vino is fantastic, by the way. Ron, Ron, I've taught Ron quite a bit, though. We, and we actually got married there at You're Vino. You're me. You went to Vino to get married? Yeah, we got married in New York City. Were you City drunk? At that. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. You're not dancing. So, wow. Yeah. 
Only Very kidding. Cool. Don't be so. Wow. Only Vinny got that. You didn't even hear that. I heard it. I'm pretending I didn't hear that. Me I'm too. I'm pretending I had a lot of wax in my ear. And he I just goes hard that, left sometimes. How did you become a wine buyer? I, I just knew a lot of I had worked in, as a, uh, I guess, a liquor manager. And so it just came along with a job, like a distributor. What's your favorite kind? What is my favorite red? kind of wine? No, I mean, I like red wine mainly like in Vermont by a fireplace. You know, I'm not in Florida. I drink more white. Really? Yeah, I drank Sauvignon Blanc only for years, New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. And now I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of that, but there's so more to the Chardonnay now, I guess. I think I get less of a, I know, I've always got a thing. I get less of a headache with red than with white, which I think is normally the opposite because of the sulfites, sulfates. I don't, I don't, Sulfites. Um, yeah, I don't know. Neither of them give me headaches, so I've been lucky. You know so much about so many things, like wine and books and Bart. I mean, really, she's like this Renaissance woman, and it comes out in this new book that she's working on. And it's funny because sulfates give you a big, big headache. Can you tell Vinny to go to splits, please? Um, and, and you and sulfates are the worst thing in the world because a wine hangover. There is nothing worse in the world than a wine hangover. Oh, I would. Uh, tequila can be pretty bad too. Yeah. Tequila's not a hangover; that's a kill. <laughs> but a <laughs> wine hangover yeah. makes it so that when you get up, your eyes are smaller than your head. You can't see out of them. You have this ringing in your ears. Those are sulfates, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, it depends how much wine you're drinking. A lot. The headache yeah. side <laughs> of it. And I think we've got Steve Gubb's going to join us also okay. today. But tell me about the next two chapters in this book. This thing is hilarious. It is funny. I, I didn't know that you were an extra on a movie and they made you run through the rain 150 times. Yeah. That was the worst situation what ever. Movie? It was actually a television show that Ed. they were doing called Ed yeah. many, many years ago. It, it didn't last very long. It was like one season. And they uh, made you run through the set, through the rain, and then you ran into a Dunkin' Donuts because you needed something to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I got reprimanded. But I, the beauty of that is I knew that I would still get paid because they couldn't bust me back from New Jersey or wherever it was. Um, so. And did you really actually work at a Blockbuster? My friends did. I didn't actually work there. But I, I, was, I spent enough time in there goofing off with them. Yeah. I was, it was very social. I'm reading how you can, she says you can actually get fired from a Blockbuster. You can, yes. Can you imagine? How the hell do you get fired from a Blockbuster? Imagine what you have to do. My friend got fired because he threw a party. Oh, well, that would be In the Blockbuster. Yeah, and I was there and watched him get fired. So. Would you like a sangria? Sure. All right, we've got to give one to our hostess over here. This is nice, huh? That tastes like grape juice. Ever have grain alcohol? Yeah, when I ate my steak. The cow ate the grain I ate him. I'll tell you, the first time I went to University of Florida, I was in high school. Oh, wait a minute. Mia, what and they is made this? a drink that was like this Kool-Aid, and it tasted like juice, and no one prepared me that there was more in this juice. It was grain alcohol. But yeah. it reminds me of this. It just tastes like this punch. This has pulp in it. This has pulp. But, There's fruit in it. But is there rum in there? No. Oh. There should be. Good. So put rum in there. You want to put a floater of rum on yours? Sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> this way I can tell Gub when he comes on Mr. that I'm enjoying. Brought to you by Gubber Rum. Vinny, when yes. Steve Gubbs comes on, let's put him up in a, in, me, in a quad. 
Give this back to Mr. Bad Pass. Oh, you want a floater of rum on it? No, he wants a floater yeah. on it, like I Amy. want you to put something on then. Gold. Just give it to me. Not the vanilla one, girl, if you have the gold. You want the vanilla one, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not the coconut. Yeah, I was thinking that yeah. one. <laughs> you know what you're going to put in there, right? A dash of gold. She knows. She knows. A dash of Tito. My gosh, huh? I mean, I, I uh, okay, that tastes like grape soda. Grape juice. Yes. Well, I was putting brandy in it before, but I ran out of the brandy. The brandy kind of makes yeah. it, yeah, kicks it up. In there. I was about to say, never run out of brandy. And this is part of our whole production program here is um, we should get like a, a real bar, policy. right? Well, Amy, I have to tell you, I was watching your cooking episode. <laughs> yes. And I love watching you. I love your videos. You get better and better because you make, you make me laugh. And I don't often laugh because Freddie will tell you, I work pretty much 24-7. But yeah, I laugh all the time. You laugh at me working 24-7. No, I laugh at what Amy does. But it's by hilarious. Sunday nights when I watch you and during the week, your clothes, your delivery, your kitchen, we get to wa watch you walk from one end of the kitchen to the other. You even had Ron cleaning the crumbs off the table. Yeah. But your cooking episode, the black pepper versus, you ever heard of white pepper? Yes, it's the opposite of black pepper. <laughs> Right, that's all I knew. A sprigadil. I mean, your delivery on it. Do you plan this, or this is just you? I don't plan anything. We got to Yeah, you can ask Ron. I'm like, Ron, go in the office. You make me nervous. Get out of here. And then I just do my own thing. And your haunted house, that's not a haunted house, but the haunted things around town. Yes. And I don't plan hilarious. anything. I mean, I plan going there and showing everybody what is haunted to us, Freddie. You know, is maybe not haunted to someone else, but... A New Yorker to me is always a haunting. Well, any any power plant is a haunting to me. A power plant? Mm-hmm. But she's so funny. I mean, Ron, I know I ask you all the time what it's like to live with Amy, but you are hilarious. And I watch these, and the comments that people put on, you make everybody laugh and have fun and enjoy life with you. And that is a gift. That is a gift unto itself. Have you always been like that? Just having yeah. fun? Pretty much. But that's why Freddie's enjoying that book, probably. Because it's like, <laughs> it basically elaborates on, on having fun. Like, I write about walking down the streets in New York holding a beer in a brown paper bag and, you know, cops coming up to me and me being like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do this. You know, whatever. Things like that. But you do this and you do it on air, which is two totally different things. You're doing it walking around Manhattan with a beer and a paper bag. It's different than opening up your life. Hey, Steve, opening up your life to the masses. Your house, your pool, your costumes. I mean, all of it. You're cooking. <laughs> yeah, luckily Ron doesn't mind that. So that's, I'm lucky there. You know? What's coming up for this week? Oh, well, oh, we always do this. One. I we, yeah, well, we do this Sunday video in the afternoon to kind of explain. But um, Sunday evening, <laughs> I don't know how to say it without giving anything away. Uh, we're gonna do a different style song, put it that way. I will be in costume for this one, which is, was purchased beforehand, not, <laughs> not uh, the day before, an hour before. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. Has, has writing the material and the way people have approached you, has it changed your perspective of what you thought out was going to happen? 
are you the same person today that you were back then after you've written the material? Because it's funny. It looks like you're changing as the chapters are changing, either your personality or how you're delivering it. Do you feel you've changed? Uh, no, that that's the funny part. Like, I feel like I really am still, like, young. I, not young at heart, because I hate that expression. It's stupid. But, like, for that book, I feel like when I read parts of it over again and I work on it, I smile because I'm like, I would be like that now, you know, <laughs> if, if, if it weren't going to get me in trouble, like a lot of trouble. So one of those chapters is called Trying Not to Get Arrested. That's chapter eight. That's actually the one after seven. One this one. But it's interesting because there's so many different parts of your life. And when you're in New York and you're always telling me how many jobs you had and everything else, you should read some of it. When you read this, you're going to see she's no different than, than what we went through typically in the day, except she's actually writing about it. That's the only difference. But she's talking about the different things that we went through, the different places, blockbusters, and, and being on movie sets. I told you I was on Kramer versus Kramer. I love that and they, movie. They made me walk up and down the street like an idiot for like three hours. But it's things that I guess. <laughs> but you remember Kramer versus up. Kramer? Is that what you just said? You remember? Remember? I remember that, of course. Yeah. They filmed it at NYU. Yeah. I was an extra. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. That's so funny. Steve, how are you doing? Good morning. Where the hell did you come He's from? He's been there for a while, but you're having this deep conversation I, with Amy. I. I called up this morning about 10 a.m. I've been on hold for three and a half hours. Now, <laughs> it's the magic of the like, gabba. It really is true. I feel like uh, there, was a, there was a song from the 50s called uh, The Green Door. I feel like I'm looking in on a speakeasy because Mia's making the sangrias. And I don't know the password. I can't get in. Well, here's a special <laughs> to the sangria because today is National Red Wine Day. Freddie has yes, a know. little extra little dash of the double gold. On his sangria. Thank you, Freddie. I do too. And Amy, <laughs> I do too. It was actually Amy's idea. I have to, yeah. I have to give credit where credit was due. It was all for Amy. I, I heard that. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Very welcome. And she said, "Love gold. the gold. Love the gold." Now, now I want, I, I want to, uh, Steve. I wanted to bring you up to speed because we are actually entering phase two, starting next week. And um, you go, do you go four, three, two, one, or one, two, three, four? I have phases? no idea. One, two, three, one, four. Two, three, four. I don't know what the hell. Okay, so, I thought we, I thought we were phase three, and now we're opening up phase two. But anyway, the important thing is, even Miami now, they're going to open the restaurants outside, one hundred percent, inside, fifty percent. So that's very good news. Th it's really very good news. I, I just read a tweet from a friend of mine in Las Vegas. And she told me in the tweet, or she didn't tell me, she was tweeting out that uh, at, at the MGM Grand, uh, they have not just furloughed their workers, but they have, they're terminating them. Wow. Bad, very bad in Las Vegas. That's right. Until things begin to move, they, but I heard also they're going to end up calling a lot of people back once the economy that starts hope again. So. so in honor of that, because we had no summer. I mean, the summer we had was quarantined and trying to stay out of harm's way in the whole nine yards. But when this thing settles down and we get a little better, I want to do the Gubba Rum Beach Party. Uh, when we do the Gubba Rum Beach Party, I am all in on the yeah, party. P -A but I want you party. here. The party. But I want you down here. I, 
Freddie, I am chomping at the bit to get on the airplane, to get on JetBlue and go flying down there to get started again. It's crazy. And what we're going to do is we're going to start the party and we're going to go all day until they throw us out or maybe we get a permit or whatever the hell we do. And on there, I'm going to have Amy and different hosts come and sort of talk about what they do. There's going to be some music. I talked to Steve-O and things of that nature. And we're actually going to celebrate the lost summer of 2020. Because I'm going to tell you something. This has been a bad year. 2020 has everything in it that, and, and God help me, I don't even want to say everything in it, but it's been pretty lousy. And I want to get the lost summer back. So it may be in November, it may be in December. It never gets cold down here anyway. True that. You could go to the beach in December <laughs> and it'll be a little chilly in the water. Don't go in the water, but you can still do something on the beach. Ever had gubba rum hot, like a hot toddy with rum? That's one of our favorite recipes. Hot apple si- hot rum toddies, hot buttered rum. That was a great, great holiday uh, drinks. Huh. Ever really? done that, Amy? Uh, do I do? I, I don't Ever like anything hot. hot. Buttered rum? I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a big hot, hot, hot person. Hot I only have rum, tea yeah. when I'm sick. <laughs> I have, well, uh, I have coffee that's that cold that in the morning. So, yeah. I have hard Uncle Mike's tea when I'm sick. Uncle Mike's tea? Hard tea. Hard tea? Yeah, it's tea Uncle with Mike? a little rum in it. I don't know it. it. Hmm. Little rum. Is Some it? More rum. In the, in the, <laughs> and the tea goes down and the right. rum goes up. <laughs> a hot okay. rum toddy, a butter rum toddy. Ever had that? Yes. I've never had. It's the we, best. We got to try it when it's cold out. I, we should put a warning we, label on the bottom. When you heat up rum and you drink it, shoo. Really? <laughs> yes, do well, try I've never animals. had it. We'll send you the recipe right after the show. Yeah, it's good. It's good it sounds stuff. amazing. So things are opening up in Boston? Boston. Uh, Boston's doing pretty well. Our governor is uh, uh, sort of on a is sort of a New York style, uh, blue state style governor. He's really, really, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say he's being very careful about what he's doing and how he's doing it. Uh, he's very controlling. Uh, so things are slowly opening up that means they're still getting back to inside dining which is a problem because up here it doesn't stay quite so warm as it does down in florida um and uh so we're getting there I, the, the great news for me has been that i have this client that i started working with in central massachusetts two weeks ago they've ordered 10 cases of rum in two weeks i love this guy Nice. It's called One-Eyed, One-Eyed Jack's Tiki Bar in Worcester, Massachusetts, Amy Minty. Very nice, very nice. Amy, you used I know to be that One-Eyed Jack's. Guys. Yeah, they're very cool. Guys. Are you there? I, I, I know of it because I can still go back to Worcester, so. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. I still have family in Worcester. Isn't there like a Worcester source or something? Worcestershire. 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 Everything comes back to Worcester. Worcestershire, everything comes, everything is, <laughs> revolves around Worcester, Massachusetts. It's amazing. They make, Pretty much. Do they make that there, Worcestershire sauce? I don't think they make it there. They don't make it there. Everything okay, Slick? Yeah, everything's okay. Okay. You're very busy on your phone. No, um, what is it? He's trying to find his way out of that corner. <laughs> don't make me laugh. That's hilarious. Um, now, I'm going to tell you what would be a nice thing is I'm going to have a nice rum thermos drink, right? And it's about, we're supposed to be getting some bad weather in the afternoon because we're Today? getting the western winds again. When? 
tomorrow. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a nice thermos, get to the beach early, like 11 o'clock-ish. And I'm going to take That's a slow. book. <laughs> I'm going to take a book. I'm going to take my gava. I'm going to take my chair and stay out there till about 2.30 because I got to come in by about 3.30. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to tell you, there is nothing better, nothing better than reading Amy's book with a nice glass of your gava hubba right there. And the words <laughs> seem to come right off, right <laughs> off the page. The words pop off the page. I'm telling you, try it. It is like, fat, this is, I got to tell you, this to me, I can hardly wait till you finish this thing. I think <laughs> this is maybe your best work. This is hilarious. This should be turned into a sitcom, the way this is going. It would this be is, more of a Seinfeld. But this of. is funny. Maybe we should produce an episode, a chapter. Maybe we should. That's a good idea. Last I checked, I know a production company that could probably do I, you that. Know, I never thought about pulling that out. That could be freaking. You had a dream to do that, remember? I did. You, we had taken a book, and we had, it was last True. summer, and our production crew, they took my one signed copy of this book, and they went through it, and they took it, and they took it, and they took it, and we never saw them again. Never saw them again. So, <laughs> and they took it, and I never got another copy of the book. Never, but I you never wanted got to, to do one chapter in this book. I've always said that you should do whenever you have an author, you should do a chapter of their book on set. That How could would you be do challenging. It? Oh, did I did, now? Now you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, what chapter do we like take? Your favorite chapter that we would take. You'd have to look and see whatever worked best on said. A synopsis. Be kind of cool. Maybe have somebody run through a hose 50 times. It might have to be Amy. I'd run under a hose. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> With it providing the right music I had. Mia, are we all queued up? Steve, we have a treat for you because Mia has been with us as an intern, official intern, through FAU since January, since February. January. And today was supposed to be her last day. And when she started with us last summer, she came and she met with us. We were on remote. And she happened to mention that she sings. And it was very remiss of me and Freddie because we moved in the pandemic. We never actually had Mia sing until Monday. And she sang, she brought Freddie to tears. She has the voice of an angel. And we were remiss in not putting her front and center on the camera other than for the bar. She's learned so many things here. And we're hoping, by the grace of the elements above us, that she's going to stay with us and work with us at least for Gubba Rum Friday and Casa Mia. But we're going to take the show. We're, actually, I'm not going to take it out. Mia, you're going to sing, and then we're going to come back. Okay. Because I want everyone to enjoy. We're going to ISO and Mia. We're gonna ISO on her. No. Let's go to ISO on Mia. And, and you gotta you gotta watch your levels. I gotta tell you, Steve and Amy. Because she has a powerful voice. You gotta watch your levels. She hides her talent is all I can say. So and she made she left this she left this speechless the last time. I don't know what she's gonna sing. And we thought this is gonna be a great treat, a great Friday treat. So whenever they're ready, we're gonna cue this up and then we'll come back to us and then we'll do what we gotta do at the end. So here we go. Maybe. Hello, you long shots, you dark horse runners, hairbrush singers, dashboard drummers. Hello, you wild magnolias, just waiting to bloom. 
bit of all that inside of me and you. Thank God, even crazy dreams come true. I stood at the bottom of some walls I thought I couldn't climb. I felt like Cinderella at the ball. Just running out of time So I know how it feels to be afraid You think that it's all gonna slip away Hold on, hold on Where does that from? Carrie Underwood, actually. Seriously. It's funny because with Mia, we've always put Mia on the spot, and, and this is no different. <laughs> um, so as long as she can control that nervous energy she got going, she got a great voice. Um, mm -hmm. And I have a recommendation I want to talk to Mia about afterwards. I like to record some music that she does and actually record it properly. I think, um, I think we could do a nice little piece with that. Uh, True. Some things that I want to work on. We want to do an animation show. True. Wait till you see what we're going to be coming out with. And you guys are going to be part of this because we're going to be using pictures and we're going to use picture animation. Um, and I want Mia to sort of put music behind it. So it's a lot to come. Well, I got my fingers crossed that today is not your official last day, Mia, and that you're going to, um, holding on to that conversation we had this morning, that you will be back at least temporarily and do what you got to do because it has been a pleasure and an honor to watch you grow, and there is so much more of you that we have yet to see. True that. Have a great weekend. Steve, thank you so much. Gubba Gold, we're opening up. Things are opening. Restaurants are opening. We got to get this to Crazy Uncle Mike's. We got places to go, people to see. And we got to see Amy Minty this Sunday. What time? 7 p.m. I can't Facebook wait Live. to see the costume. Wow. And if you no one knows what Coast Scoggin <laughs> is, I'm telling you, scroll through Amy's page. It is a treat. <laughs> Do you know I what gotta, it is? Yeah, I got to look at Toast Scoggin now. You ever had it? No, never. Ever had it, Steve? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie did call Ikea when we were at commercial break. I do yeah. want you to know. You definitely and, did. And the cinnamon food, rolls right? are amazing. I tell you, they yeah. had the Swedish thing. The Swedish so just, right, I think there's Swedish, Swedish company. Shrimp. It, it, it's funny. What, how did you know to go get Swedish product? They sell all the Swedish Because products. Martha Stewart put out some article, I don't know, last year, two years ago, when Toskagen got really popular, supposedly. I, did, oh. I never heard of it until, I, like I said, my friend went to work at Waxen's, which is a Swedish restaurant um, in Jupiter area. So, Wasn't Ikea a Swedish brand, I brand believe? Yeah. Store. The lady they says have, we sell Swedish brand yeah. products. Yes, yeah. it's here. It's Absolutely. great. It's great to know going forward when I make it again, I can actually. Seriously. Actually, are we near an IKEA though? Are we? Okay. We are. I, I feel like IKEA is a northern thing. It's like thirty minutes yeah, south. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> that's what I yeah. thought too. Because I never drove is, by one. There's an IKEA north. Where? Where? Yeah, IKEA is north. Like I know yeah, like New a Jersey north, northeastern thing. There is. I have passed. I only know the one in, in Sunrise. That's all I know too. There is a Swedish breakfast place in Palm Beach. I forget the name of it. Um, 
I'll never remember, but I know I'll think of it and I'll send it to you. You can hey, talk Steve, about it. Steve, I heard yes, that sir. you are a good Swedish cook, that you are an excellent cook. Uh, that's a vicious rumor and totally untrue, although I do have <laughs> Swedish relatives, but it's never rubbed because off. Because you're me. from Boston, and Boston are great cooks from Boston. Boston. Yeah, there's a, there's Don't Boston has an enormous <laughs> Swedish population that nobody knows about. Everybody thinks they're Irish, they're actually Swedish. He's but there, there you go. <laughs> he is hilarious. You know, when you come down here, we're going to put a show just around you because you are hilarious. You're so funny. Steve, thank you so much for always joining us. Amy, have a great weekend. Tune in thank you, Don. Amy Minty, you can find all of her books at amyminty.com and on Amazon. All of the books are there. Amazing reviews. Check out Brenda Warren's review. She's going to read the next one tomorrow. And yes, she's going to interview you. Amy on her show. We just need to coordinate a day and a time, and she okay, said sounds good. be honored. Okay, that I would be that. honored too to be on her show, which will be exciting. Mia, have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully, fingers crossed, for, you see you next week. To our crew, what can I say? Yay. It was a great week. A great week. Heads up. Thank you very yes. much, all you guys, for doing what you do. Ron, always a pleasure. <laughs> I can't wait to see. Can we please take a picture of Ron's hangers, Amy, over the weekend? Oh, you got it. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Have a great hilarious. weekend. I'm going to post it. <laughs> be safe. Yeah. Be kind to each other. We'll see you Monday, Enjoy 9 a.m. drive time. Enjoy Have your weekend. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Breakfast All in right, bed. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. That's why I wanna say